Hey everybody, this is Kaysen, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Hey Kids, this is Titans Talk with Kaysen, an unofficial Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, my co-host, my mom, Kaysen! <laughs> Hi, how's it going? It's going good, how about you? Good, I love to sing my intro. How did I do? We're going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to call your editor? Yeah, you. Who's your editor? <laughs> you, you. Your mom. <laughs> You're going to edit it. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Anyway, hi. How's it going? It's going good. How about you? You know, um, it's Thursday, so we've had a few days to process this past Sunday, Ugh. and uh, I'm doing good, I guess. I feel like there was a lot of things that went wrong, but then the second half, well, we looked pretty good, but... Nah, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't really care about the second half. I mean, yeah, we did play good, but it was just too little too late. The thing that killed us most is our pass defense. I mean, we were great against the run, but we did not do well blitzing. We did not do well zoning or man or co- or covering men or whatever we did. We just let them get wide open and just walk in and do a touchdown dance. And they scored 38 in the first half. Yeah, but we held them to three points in the second half. I was It was a little too little too late. I think that what we could have done better on offense is really block for the king. He only had 50 yards rushing against the Browns. I mean, the Browns have a pretty good pass rush and a good run defense, but I think that they could have just done better. Second thing is the blocking. Tannehill got on the ground three times, while Baker Mayfield got on the ground zero. The thing that we could have done better, as I said, blitzing and blocking, I think we just could have done better in a lot of categories. And I think what we need to improve on is obviously blocking. Uh, Defending the pass is a big thing because Jacksonville, well, I'm not saying that they're more of a pass team, but they are a mix of both. But we'll dive deep into Jacksonville later on. All right. Well, I guess we'll just move right into Titans trivia. What you got for us, Kaysen? So our QB, Ryan Tannehill, ranks number one in the NFL in fourth-quarter comebacks with four, game-winning drives with five, percent of drives ending in an offensive turnover, 4.4. That's almost never. Wow. That sounds really impressive. I mean, Tannehill, he only has, like, four picks on the season. Yeah, that's amazing. Really amazing. He's top five in passing TDs, 26th, fifth, touchdowns, fourth, touchdown percentage, fourth, interception percentage, fifth, Adjusted yards per attempt, fourth. Yards gained per pass completion, third. Crazy good. I mean, he's number one in all those things that you said before, in the number five, in the top five, with, like, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Uh, Mahomes. Who else? uh, Maybe Russell Wilson, but he's he's been looking shaky the last few games. Mm -hmm. I didn't really study into who the other top five are. But that Titans trivia comes to us from Emily Proud. She's a weekend sports anchor on WKRN in Nashville. And I grabbed those facts from her on Twitter. So it was recently just announced that Titans own Kevin Byard has been nominated by his teammates for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. This recognizes an NFL player for his excellence on and off the field. The award was established in 1970, and it was renamed in 1999 after the late Hall of Fame Chicago Bears running back Walter Payton. Each team nominates one player who has a significant positive impact on his community, representing the best of the NFL's commitment, philanthropy, and community impact. 32 players are selected as their team's man of the year and become eligible to win the national award. 
The winner of the award each year receives $250,000 donated to the winner's charity of choice. All other 31 nominees receive up to $40,000 donated to their charity of choice. All donations are courtesy of the NFL Foundation and Nationwide. Congratulations, KB. Fans can vote on Twitter with the hashtag WPMOYChallengeBired. Again, that hashtag WPMOYChallenge space Bayard, B-Y-A-R-D. And the reigning Walter Payton Man of the Year is Calais Campbell, who now plays for the Baltimore Ravens, when, but then he originally played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Very cool. Love that you know that stuff. High five. And our previous two nominees have been Jarrell Casey in 2018 and Ben Jones in, 20, in 2019. And now for the NFL Football Fast Fact, brought to you by your mom. We, we really need a sponsor <laughs> so it can sound right. <laughs> Why? Sponsored, sponsored by, by your mom is not good. Sponsored by insert ad here. <laughs> we'll take it. Insert sponsored insurance company here. <laughs> if you've ever wondered why the Pro Football Hall of Fame is in Canton, Ohio, it's because that the National Football League was established there, originally known as the American Professional Football Association, or the APFA, and also because of the Canton Bulldogs, one of the league's first teams, who did not lose for 25 straight games between 1921 and 1923. So pretty much their entire franchise, they were undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy is that that's 99 years ago. Yeah. It's crazy to and me. And just, like just like a few weeks, it'll be officially 100 years ago. Yeah. All right, moving right along here in our show, we are at Kaysen's Quick Picks. My favorite segment. So, Vikings and Bucks. I'm going with the Vikings. They upset the Bucks 28-25 in overtime. Chiefs and Dolphins. Come on, Chiefs. We really need you to win this one. I am going with the Chiefs 45-30. Broncos and Panthers. I am going with the... Actually, I'm going with a tie on this one. Okay. Uh, Broncos 28, Panthers 28. So you're seriously thinking it's going to end with a tie? Yeah, I can't choose. Oh. <laughs> it's just because you can't choose? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I changed my mind. Panthers 31, Broncos 28. Okay. Texans and Bears. I'm thinking the Bears snapped their six-game losing streak. I'm calling the Bears 27 to 20. Cardinals and Giants. I am going with the G-Men. I think that they get their fifth straight win over the Cards, and I think that the Cards' misery continues. I'm going with Giants 34, Cardinals 34. Like, Cardinals 33. Bengals and Cowboys. I'm going with Cincinnati 23 to 20. I think it's a real slugfest. Colts and Raiders. Come on, come on. Just just win, baby, Raiders. <laughs> That's right. I even though the Colts are favored, I think that they can win. I'm going with the Raiders 13 to 10. Is it in... Indianapolis? It's in Las Vegas. So, oh. The, oh. so the first time an AFC okay. uh, South opponent will be traveling to Vegas. Jets and Seahawks. And we're moving on. <laughs> you love doing that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> but my pick is, because mom loves to know my pick, when I don't say anything about the Jets. <laughs> Seahawks 33, Jets 10. Okay. Lions and Packers. And we're moving on again. <laughs> Packers 42, Lions 20. Falcons and Chargers, the chokeable. The Falcons and Chargers have blown, have blown so many leads. The Falcons blew a 20-0 lead over Dallas, lost 39-40. Oof. Chargers blew a 20-3 lead over the Saints, 
lost 27-30 because their field goal kicker missed it at, uh, to, to win the game. And so I'm going with the Falcons on this one, 38-31. Washington and the Niners. Washington coming off that huge upset over the previously undefeated Steelers. Which I called. I yeah. spoke it into existence. And I'm going to just take it on personally that I <laughs> and now I course. And now I can't say the NFC East is the NFC least. I'm That's just right. going to call it NFC East. Yeah. I'm calling Washington on this one, 38-28. Eagles and Saints. Saints, 45. Eagles, 20. Now, Bills and Steelers. I'm. I, we have to be cheering hard for the Steelers in Ugh, this one. I've never cheered for the Steelers in my life, but I guess I'll be doing that this weekend. We need them to win bad. Yeah, if we if we beat the Jags, and if the Bills lose to the Steelers, then we will automatically move into the three seed. For if, the playoffs. Yeah, for the playoffs, because we own the tiebreaker over them. Okay. And currently, what position are we in? Four seed. Us at eight and four, Bills at nine and three. Okay. Oh. And finally, for the Monday night game, the Brownies and the Ravens. Come on, please, Ravens. Please, please, mm-hmm. please, 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 please win this. But then after that, I just want you to lose out. <laughs> well, you're keeping it real. I appreciate that. And I think that the Ravens get get this in a thriller 40 to 37, and that'll do it for my quick picks around the league. And now it's time for the sixth graders forecast, including keys to the game. Thank you. So my first key to the game on offense, give Tanny time. He needs to get time so he can load up some big balls to mate, to Batson, uh, Raymond, Davis, Brown, all those guys. Because the Jags have, like us, have a bad pass defense. They actually have a bad defense overall. Bad stopping the run in the pass. Mm-hmm. And so I think we need to take advantage of that. I think that we need to give Tanny time, maybe even have a run, maybe even have him a huge rushing day oh, against that the Jags. That would be amazing. Yes. I'm calling he rushes for two scores. Okay. I like that. And has 64 rushing yards. So on defense, we just need to stop the run. Jacksonville has James Robinson, who we are familiar with. We saw him back in our last showdown with these guys, even though we couldn't be there in person because they had allowed no fans. We saw him on the TV. We saw that he was legit. And if he gains 64 more yards, he will hit the 1,000-yard mark. Wow, only 64 more yards. But luckily, we have a good run defense. We showed up against the Browns last week, our run defense was. But we, our pass defense needs to show up, like I said in the beginning. Mike Glennon, he's not a terrible quarterback, but he can throw. And I think that the Titans need to make him throw in places where he might not want to throw. Oh, we th- just got to rush him. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we need to blitz him. We need to blitz him. He, The Jaguars are one of the most sacked teams in the league, along with the Bengals and, I believe, the Texans. So we really need to take advantage of how long Jacksonville QB sit, sit in the pocket, and I think that we need to take him down. Mm, I'm for that. High five. And now it's time for Mr. Jim Wyatt's Bridgers Report, presented by Jim Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if we got him on here to just do a little recording to say what the British report actually was? That would be awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Jim Wyatt. So we will be wearing white top, navy blue britches. So according to Titans Uni Tracker on Twitter, shout out to Titans Uni, this is the third time for the last four matchups we're wearing this combo. The last three games versus Jax on September 19th, 2019. Hey, it's my birthday. Oh, yeah, we, we, they played on your birthday. Mm-hmm. We wore white top navy blue britches on Thursday night and got embarrassed. <laughs> I know. I did not have a happy birthday I, from the Titans. Happy birthday. <laughs> You'll lose 27. 
20 to 7, yeah. Uh, Thankfully, we have moved on. Yes. Uh, November 24th, 2019. Hey, I was recapping that game for my first ever episode of the podcast. That's right. So it's funny. That's a year later. Navy top, Navy britches. We won 42 to 20. And our home opener on September 20th, 2020, we wore white top, Navy britches. And we won, squeaked one out. 33-30. 33-30. It was a high-scoring, fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. It was, But it was a nail-biter. I'm guessing... Like many of the games this season. Yes. So the current streak in this combo is five wins, and with the longest streak is five wins. That's cool. So let's see if we can get it to six. Yes, six. Now it's time for my prediction. I am going with, obviously, the Titans. 35-24. to 24. I think that Jacksonville gets off to a hot start. I'm calling they lead 10 nothing after the first quarter, but we get but then we get hot after that. So do you think that the coin t- you're saying the coin toss is going to go to them? Basically? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But something like that, yeah. But I think that the Titans get one out strong. They win by 11 points, and I think their defense performs a like a tiny bit better than it did against, than they did against the Browns, but not too different. Do you have a prediction? I do. It's 24 to 17 Titans. That's a good pick. Yeah, I because Jacksonville has played seven games, even though they're 1 and 11, seven of those games, they've held their opponent to one score. So I just feel like we might be in that category. We might be one of the, we yeah. might be number eight. Their worst loss this season so far is against the Pittsburgh Steelers when they were still undefeated. Uh, they lost 27-3 after leading the game 3 nothing. Yeah, so that's what we got. Yes, that's. I believe that wraps it up. This is a nice, sweet, and short show. Listener, we're so thankful for you tuning in every week. If you've subscribed, thank you so much. Please think about rating this show so that others can become aware of it. I'm still trying to figure out all of the algorithms and all of that stuff. But if you are listening for the first time, we're happy you're here. We hope you subscribe. Please share with your friends. And we're so thankful for everyone at the Tennessee Titans for the support that they have given to us on this show. We also want to give a very, very special shout out to our friend, Mr. Mike Keith, the voice of the Tennessee Titans. He mentioned us, and really your podcast, on the Mike Vrabel Show. It was on November 25th. So, listener, if you go to TennesseeTitans.com, look for the Mike Vrabel Show section. That show, they actually played our Titans superfan video. And then Mr. Mike Keith gave you a very special congratulations at the very end of that. So, again, thank you to Mr. Mike Keith for all you do to support Keith's show. Yes, thank you so much. You just giving us a shout-out on a Titans show, it just feels so, so great. It just means a lot to me. It means a lot to my mom. So, just thank you. This is Casey and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten up and be Tennessee tough.